podcasting from Stanford American International School. This is IB for Dummies, number one. I am Lear Eldar, grade 11 student, studying at Stanford. And I'm Daniel Louis, a 12th grader and a senior at Stanford. Uh, we are your hosts for today, and thank you for tuning in. So the IB for Dummies explores the International Baccalaureate IB Diploma Program and aims to highlight the do's and don'ts when you're taking the IB. All right, Daniel, you're on your second year of the IB. Can you explain briefly what is the IBDP? Okay, let's hope I can do this. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so in your last two years of high school, students around the world can choose to take the IB diploma program if it's provided by the school, which ours is. Yeah. Right? So it is a two-year intensive course that is made up of six subjects and uh, the DP core. They call it DP core. TOK, theory of knowledge, CAS hours, and the extended essay. Yeah. So, to pass the IBDP, yeah, you need to, first of all, pass all your six classes, the TOK, the EE. Mm. If you fail one of them, you fail everything. So, you can say goodbye to your IB. Uh, can, can you get extra points? From of course you can. If you succeed and get, an example, an A in EE and an A in TOK, you get an extra three points, which is huge and beneficial. For your overall grade. So, uh, yeah, let's start with our first segment, the unpopular opinion. Today's unpopular opinion is, TOK is actually useful and not a waste of time. Mm. Wow. <laughs> if you know of any IB students, like, you know 12th graders right now, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you've heard them complain a lot about TOK. Yeah, from, from 10th grade, I heard them complain. Even 10th grade? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, understanding what TOK is can be confusing at first. I was confused at first. I was so confused at first. I was lost like the first few months in TOK. And I'm still confused. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But yeah, but, but, but that's okay because that's why we have that first year of TOK to get you ready for writing your essay and doing your, your presentation. Right. Which I'm done with good for you man i'm just <laughs> i'm just starting yeah anyway the tok is basically about how we gain knowledge how that knowledge is passed down and could we possibly create our own knowledge and stuff like that. just how so basically in layman term how do we know we know we yes. know we know how do we know we know how do we know something happened well, yeah but i think personally i find that tok really helps me think in ways that i normally wouldn't helps me see the world in a different way Really? Yeah. So, uh, from, from the beginning, I, teacher, different teachers told me that you, can, you actually use TOK in your subject. Uh, in your mean, subject. Yeah, yeah, you do. Especially when like, you're evaluating sources. Like, for example, if you're looking at history, right? Yeah. Uh, how reliable would that sources be? And then you would look into the methodology of how historians actually gain that knowledge. And which is which is really TOK. So. I like how you're so calm on the TOK. So calm about it. So calm. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. You're done. I'm an expert on TOK. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, basically, like Daniel said, the history is actually. I think we just we eleventh uh, grade. We just finished that unit. That I think our second unit. So yeah. Yeah, but but it's interesting, right? Yeah. To be honest, it does make you think, rethink a little bit of your other subjects like science. How do we really know? Or oh yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but if there's one thing you should take away from this, this TOK segment is ask your TOK teacher everything. They, they have gone to workshops. They, they, they prepare for your classes. They know all the terminology needed. And uh, especially when you're creating like, knowledge questions, there's something you, you have to do yeah. when you do your final um, essays and stuff. Um, they are the best judge for that. Because sometimes you can't tell if a question 
So you use your resources. Don't just like... Exactly, yeah. All right, so uh, other than uh, TOK, we have the EE, which is the the most happy and funnest thing in the IB can offer you. Right, so if you don't know, the EE stands for the extended essay, which is a 4,000 word research paper, which sounds a lot, but like from other grades that told me, it's not, you will finish it very fast. And yeah, it's true. So I, I heard, I won't, won't say name, but I heard someone got like 8,000 words. Yeah, yeah, and they had to cut it down. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. So yeah, you may think that 4,000 words is a lot, but it's not enough, basically. <laughs> well, so, yeah. I, I think it's basically like the last year in 10th grade when we had our personal project, the, uh, the essay was kind of like a little peek into the email. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're doing a personal project right now, you know what to expect soon. Oh, yeah, you can choose from... Uh, any subject area, basically, that is offered by the IB. Economics, math, physics, science, any science, mm -hmm. but just you have to be studying that subject right now. You can't choose something you're not I mean, studying. I think you can, yeah, you can. Uh, from what I heard, art school does not allow it. Oh, it, yeah, it depends, it depends on your school. Really, yeah. There's some subjects that some schools don't offer. Well, well it's- Actually, info from HQ. Well, um, it, it turns out that you actually can choose something that you're not studying. Just, it's going to be hard for you. Yeah, I mean, it, you can choose. Like, you could, I, I was going to do a psychology EE without studying psychology. But then I heard that you would have to read the entire psychology textbook and, you know, prepare for it. And you only yeah. don't have time. In yeah, it, it's tough. It's going to be tough. Anyway. All right. So, basically... Anyway, yeah. You know what? Let's just finish, like, the... The, the other stuff before we go back to the sure. EE. Sure, EE is fun. We all love it. Yeah. Okay, so my least favorite part of the IB, CAS. Yay. Yeah. So it stands for creativity, activity, and service. IB students are required to do at least one of these things a week. So, for example, a sport would be activity, volunteering would be service, baking brownies for your friends, or making a video could be creativity. And for each experience that you do, each CAS experience, you're required to, to choose some learning outcomes. <clears throat> Sorry. Like, what would you want to get out of... Yeah, uh, drink some water, Daniel. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll cover you Thank here. You. So, <laughs> yeah, you can choose... For each learning outcome, you will reflect on it. There's, I think, seven learning outcomes. I don't remember everything. I'll give you a... a one thing I remember is, like, your collaboration, strength. Collaboration. Yeah, strength. Uh, how did you communicate... Is there a global influence or a... Yeah, so basically that and then... But it's not the more the merrier. So don't think you can choose like seven learning outcomes all the time because the more questions, the, the more, more learning outcome. outcomes you pick, the, the more, more question questions, you reflect. Yeah. So it turns out you have like more than 10 to reflect on and the, your cast supervisor will most of the time look through it yeah, and no, will see it. Just try to pick. It's recommended we pick two or three from our cast supervisor yeah. uh, coordinator. But when, when you when, you, when you pick your cast your like cast activity just or uh, anything, just think what you can learn from it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. So in the IB there are HLs and SLs. Do you want to explain it for you uh, for so, them, Daniel? Uh, easily, like, simply put, HLs are higher level classes. SLs are standard level classes. And as you all know. Or maybe not, but that's fine. That you have to pick three HL classes and three SL classes. If you're a huge risk taker, you can, uh, or you want to make your life miserable, <laughs> fun, miserable. 
You can actually take more. Oh, I'm just kidding. Because well, some you know, people like the, to do we that. We are already taking the IV, so we're already miserable. <laughs> no, no, no. We love the IV. Yeah. Oh, we're just kidding. No, IV is fun. You can actually uh, take more than three HLs, but keep in mind that you can only sit a maximum of four HL papers on your final exam. So Sorry. basically, if you take six, you won't be able to take two of them. Yeah, yeah. But so you would have to sit two SL papers for your other. Right. But it's definitely possible. Uh, some people have four or five HLs and they're really doing it because they really want to learn more about their subject and that's what they want to do. So ah, it's, it's it, possible, yeah. If you have the time and you love to learn, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. So exactly. don't, don't uh, hear the real life story. Someone took five HLs, couldn't do it and quickly returned to three HLs. Yeah, so it's up to you. All right. So this was basically the basic overview of the IB and we can uh, explore a little bit more on the EE. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, I think. Oh, wait, anyway, you started the EE uh, like September or something, right? Yeah, I so, just started it. We just... What are your thoughts? So EE? to be honest, I'm terrified of the uh, EE. <laughs> I am. I I, I'm literally terrified. But to be honest, I know this is basically our preparation for all the essays we're going to do in university or college. And it's basically like your mini PhD, you know? Yeah, and you think a lot of people when they start off the IB are scared of the E like there is. Yeah. But now that I'm done with it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Like, well, it, you know, everything seems not as bad when you're done with it. That's a good point. But yeah. you know what? You have almost two years. Okay, I'm lying. No, Maybe not like two years. One and a half years to, or one year <laughs> to yeah, finish your, year. your EE. And that's more than enough time. If you dedicate like one hour a week, you know what? Okay, don't quote me on that. Yeah, he saying, didn't do that. Yeah, but I'm saying if you if you put in enough time in your EE, it's gonna feel easy. You don't have to yeah. like. You won't feel pressure. Yeah, you won't feel pressure at all about the EE. So there's nothing to be scared about. Just have fun with it. So don't write it a day before it's due. Oh, do not do that. That's the worst thing for the EE. That's the worst thing you can do. But yeah, don't start a week before either, or a month before. Try to start at least. Oh, yeah. Whenever you're given your EE, just start. Yeah. Just start. You know, you feel much better. It's basically like do a little bit here, do there. Just uh, find out maybe a source. Read something every week. So what what are your your tips on picking a a a topic? Because that's a big thing for you guys. Well, to be honest, I had to think over the summer what I really wanted to do because I wanted to get prepared. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. because to be honest, with my subject, it's very hard. Uh, I'm not. I'm taking math high level, but Mm -hmm. I'm not to be as you can say a very very good i'm i'm continuing learning yeah. and math and physics i can i i can't really do it so i chose the best subject i can do economics which i enjoy very much yeah, pick something you enjoy I think. yeah so because in if you don't pick something you would enjoy it will feel like basically like a punishment and you will have to do it someday and you won't do the best you can yeah i see any and i know like last summer you asked me a lot about the e yeah get ready so i think that's good if you have 12th grader friends that have done the e Ask, use them as your resource. You know, they, they know... Well, I think they would know yeah. a lot about the EE. Uh, ask them, like, tips. The when tips. they started, what are some of their regret? Yeah. Speaking of regret, what is your regret, Daniel, on the EE? EE? I think it was uh, not reading the subject-specific guide when I, when I had to. Because I spent, like, two solid months on a research question that I thought was amazing. But it turned out not to fit under the criteria for economics EE. So yeah. Anyway, but going back to choosing a topic, everyone says that choose something you like so it won't feel like an assignment. Yeah. But I feel like there's more to it. 
I mean, there is. Yeah, there is more to mm. it. You know, I mean, it's true. It's true to some extent that when you pick a topic you like, it's gonna feel it's gonna feel fun. You know, but I just want to say that even if you don't pick a topic you like, I mean, if you pick a topic you don't like, it's not like the end of the world. It's sure. definitely doable. Even if you pick something you like, there's gonna be some tedious things that you have to do. Because there's always an EE criteria, you're gonna have to choose methodology, something that you wouldn't want to do anyway, like that's not enjoyable. So no matter right, what you right. pick, uh, just give the best you can. Yeah, give the best you can. It helps that if it's something you like, but you know it's it's definitely doable. Whatever you choose. All right. So what is our next thing to talk about, Daniel? Um. Alright, so other than picking to no no, to know you're picking a good research question, something you can do the best you can, just check that there's many resources on there. Because the IB doesn't allow you to choose resources from two thousand six, two thousand. You have to see, uh, pick something that is very recent. Yeah, check your E guide. E guide because for economics it's five years. You can only pick sources that are less than five years in the past. And also if so I had that problem where I had a re- nice research question, but not as much information as I would have hoped. So before you choose a research question, go do some background research first. That's one thing I regret as well. Do some background research. Make sure that your topic has enough information so that your um, research question can be answered. So, so basically you can take from this is that the, the EE guide is basically your Bible. Just follow what it says. Exactly. Yeah. Sure does. Okay. So yeah. So Daniel, I have a question. You know, I'm just starting the E. I know there's many people talking about changing their, basically their research question. Mm. When can I change it? What is the maximum date? Maximum date. Well, so in March, you're gonna have your outline due. So it's just like a one thousand word step by step. What you're gonna talk about. Um, how you lay your essay out and then in May your first draft is due Ooh. so definitely by May you do not want to switch your research question by switching I mean totally changing subject area or changing what scope your essay is going to be around so basically like changing a whole new idea or question yeah exactly you don't want to change an entire idea so after May when you go into your summer break you can tweak your research question a bit um, but if it's still focused on the same like same yeah. area, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I did because I started with um, to what extent will increasing prices of road pricings in Singapore influence car drivers' decisions? That, w- that was what I ha- had going into summer. But when I came back, I just added pro- like more specific and what those decisions would be. So And that helped you? Yeah, it so helped me. Before and after, you know? Before and after. To what extent will a $1 increase in the price of electronic road pricing in Singapore influence car drivers to take public transport so as even though it's a different research question it's still around the same scope yeah so yeah and so I, I changed small tweaks not a whole difference yeah. you can switch a whole difference in uh like around december that'd be a good time because you really want to get as much time as you can as you can yeah, yeah. you don't want to leave it to the end all right so other than actually writing the when other than talk about the research question, when you're writing your E, it's very important to keep track of your sources. That's very, very important because if you don't, that means you're basically stealing and that's plagiarizing. That will basically 
it's basically like a crime and the IB does not stand for it and they basically will ask you to leave the program. Yeah, doesn't so. matter if you get uh, you know forty one point forty two points, which still is plagiarizing. amazing. Mm-hmm. It's still plagiarizing. So I'll say keep whenever you read something, whenever you add, whatever you learn, just keep it somewhere organized. So so what do you use? So yeah, our EE coordinator gave us an example of a tool we can use, which is called Noodle Tools. It's organizes everything. It's very useful, and oh, in wow, the end, it's gonna save you so much time. When you have to go, uh, instead of going and searching everything you yeah, yeah. Use. I think I think that's that's a huge, huge tip. So yeah, uh, citing sources can be tricky in the end. So um, you would ha- you don't have to worry about it too much in the early stages, but you will be required to cite with MLA formatting. Uh, so no footnotes allowed. Uh, I think it's different for each year. It depends on so no footnotes. Yeah, that's for, good. For I, my I, year, I, it was no footnotes. I don't like using footnotes. <laughs> yeah, they, that's what they, they used to. They used to allow footnotes, but not anymore. So oh. just check check the EE guide. You know, that's your Bible. Check your EE guide. Check it. But yeah, if you're having trouble citing, always uh, look towards your librarians. Yeah, because they they, they, they they know what they're yeah. doing. They know. So um, some key points if, from the extended essay. Uh, choose a topic you enjoy. Check the. Spe- uh, subject specific EE guide, you know, very very important. Keep uh, keep uh, and prepare and spend time time researching yeah, because be, be prepared to to spend a lot of time on your research. Don't think it's gonna be an overnight thing. It's gonna yeah. be an easy task. You have to be prepared to you, put a lot you, of. You want to do if you want to do the best. Start yeah. basically when if your if your tests are in May, then start at December January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get good evidence and keep track of your sources, as we said before. And one something even more important than your EE guide is your supervisor. They're basically t- with you till the end, and they really know what they're doing. So yeah, they've gone for like wor- workshops. They've looked through the EE guide. Yeah. they can help you cross check your your references. S- some supervisors have done it many years. Exactly, they know exactly what. what so just about. listen to them. Don't be stubborn. Don't just say, "Oh, I know what I'm doing." Because something it can really really helpful. Yeah. All right, so guys, this is this is uh, that's it for today. So, if there anything you should take from away from this, it it would be manage your time wisely. The IB is tough, and there's a lot to be a lot going to go. You know, sometimes uh, you're gonna have a lot of lot of tests, and you just mm, have yeah. to manage your time. <laughs> but if you manage your time properly, you can have enough time for care, studying, and even social life. Wait, wait, Daniel, what's what's social <laughs> life? But I think that's a, a huge preconception that a lot of pre-IB students think that once you get into the IB, there's going to be you either study or do a sport or do a sport and have a social life, but your studies suck. Yeah. So, but I think that's not exactly true. If you manage your time wisely and don't procrastinate like all of us do, um, that's why everyone, does, everyone yeah. does it once in a while. But if you don't procrastinate and you do everything you're supposed to do, you can have cast cast done you can have your studying done have high grades and even have a social life and have free time so the ib isn't as scary as um you think it is so huh? i think it's definitely manageable it's it's very manageable it does. Well, this has been the ib for dummies and keep on ibing